while your day is winding down. They're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Barrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Good evening. Welcome to South Coast Tonight. What's going on, Marcus? I don't know. You had a busy day? was busy. You were out there, the roving reporter? Yeah, you know, I, I had some available time today, so I decided to go and check out the situation. I, I mean, honestly, we weren't able to see much. Um, I don't know if anybody's been to the House of Correction. I had to go quite a few times um, when I was doing uh, defense uh, defense work. You... you, you you know, you have to. It's a it's a parking lot that's right at the beginning, and then it's a long and winding road uh, to the um, to the facility. And so, defense attorneys for years um, had complained uh, about um, they wanted to park in the in the parking lot up front. I, I think they might have worked something out, but uh, I'm not sure. Um, but in any event, they, we couldn't see a lot. But what we did see were like fleets of law enforcement vehicles coming coming down um we know that i know jess machado is on the scene um we i didn't get to hear from the the sheriff uh jess machado is on the scene i don't think she did either i talked to john darling and he's actually uh he's actually hoping uh i think Haro will will call in at some point tonight if we can fit him in the schedule um so uh, that's what's going on now. Uh, we still don't have any updates. We have, um, I guess the facility is finally, they've taken back control of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've finally taken back control of it. They brought in units from as far away in, as Hamden County and Suffolk County. Um, I yeah. saw vehicles with, 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 I think you did too as well, Marcus, with, with those, those, those identic, identifications on them. Yeah, the Department of Corrections tactical teams, you had, um, Plymouth County. Barnstable County, obviously Bristol County. Um, it's quite a scene. Yeah, it was quite a scene. Um, we still don't know the. We still don't have a clear picture on the events. I'm just going to go uh, to see what Jess uh, actually had wrote um, earlier to try to figure out. Um, uh, and you can five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Or you can message us on the app chat. So, Marcus, you, you did some call-ins to Barry's show. Yeah. Barry did have someone who called up who said he, they were an inmate. You and I have both had some experience with phone calls out of the facility. Both I, I, of us question whether that really was. I can't, I can't imagine that'd be the case because... Explain why. 
Because I'm sure a lot of our callers, a lot of our listeners heard it as well. Yeah, so what happened was... Um, and no, uh, no, no flies on Barry. I mean, it, it's live radio. Yeah, exactly. So, he, you know, he, he rolled with it. And um, But the, the thing is, is that I would have probably asked, what, what phone are you calling from? Because the when uh, when a, when someone calls out from uh, a phone that inmates use, mm-hmm. you hear Barry would have had to um, answer the phone, uh, hear some long like disclaimer, and we would have heard that on the podcast, and we would we would have heard that yeah you know, we would have heard that over the air because you can't skip it or anything like that. He would have had to put in a credit card number, mm-hmm. and he would have had to accept the charges. Because the inmates don't pay for the phones that people receiving the calls from the inmates do. Okay. So it would have been like, and it's from Securus. And it's like, you're receiving a call from blah, blah, blah. Securus, it's it's long, it's obnoxious, and it wouldn't have worked on the air. Because, again, Barry would have, you would have heard Barry's credit card number being dialed in. He would have had to put that into the system. The only way um, that it could have happened the way it went down today is that the guy could have made a call out to a to another party, and then illegally that party could have patched him through to Barry's phone. The other way would have been either that guy somehow had a phone on well, him. Well, that's true, too. Or he either had a phone on him or he was in an area that had an ac- access to a phone. Maybe there's some offices or something like that. That He was in an area that had some access to a phone that dials out. But He it, did sound knowledgeable. It yeah. sounded like he's been in jail. He might not have been there today. The he other, sounded like he was in jail. You know, one of the other things is I remember talking to uh, Hero about this and talking to John Darling, the spokesperson. And what they were saying basically is that um, what they were saying basically is that uh, uh, they, they all have like um, iPads. Uh, they have some tablets where they they can communicate with their family. But I believe that's through email and message. I don't think it has calling capabilities. So. And in, in, in the re, in, in the in the podcast uh, of Barry's show, listening to that again before we came on, um, the guy says they shut the internet off. He says that. Yeah. Um, he makes another. Uh, he also says they took our phones away, which yeah, which cuts against the fact that he was in jail, right? Yeah, of you know? course. Yeah. So, um, but I do think the guy had been in prison recently because he had knowledge. Yeah, of an of of the facility and the different wings and you know the, the units things like that. He was saying he was in in one of the in one of the G units. Uh, I think he was in A unit where a B unit was the one that was in the uproar. Um, what what'll be interesting and we'll find out in the after action is exactly how many inmates were involved. Um, looks like they did a lot of damage. We'll we'll get a dollar figure later. Um. Doesn't look like a lot of damage to human beings. They they say no hostages, um, which is a good sign. No no um, staff were injured. Mm-hmm. That that's what we're hearing preliminary. Um, apparently the inmates were a little bruised, maybe some bloody noses. I think is what John Darling said. Yeah, um, we're, we're going to wait for the sheriff to hear you know to get confirmation on that. Um, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, right? I mean, you might get a bloody nose if you. You know, if they got to bring the state troopers in, you might get a bloody nose, <laughs> right? 508-996-0500. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, guys. Uh, do you have um, the, the sheriff scheduled on anytime soon? Or We're trying. We're trying. It's in flux right now. I mean, I talked to his, to his spokesperson. He said he's going to try to get him on. Um, good, good, yeah. 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 I mean, um, 
you know that he's uh, very outspoken. So I'm curious what he, how he, how he reports. Um, I did. I missed Barry's show. Unfortunately, I, I am. I, I want to see the podcast. Is, is, do I understand correct what you guys just said about a call from the, uh, you know, from the, uh, the 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 jail, right? The jail, not the prison. A guy they, claimed he was calling from the jail. Yes. And and but what you're, what you're saying is that the person receiving the call outside would have to acknowledge personally. That's been my experience. Although I have had calls. Um, sent to me through a third party. Someone made one call, and that third party forwarded the call to me. You know, it, it, yeah, the only, the only reason I was asking, because, <laughs> you know, when you call up, I just called up, and I waited for a couple of minutes, you know, until you guys took the call. Right. And it, all this automated stuff happened. You, you wouldn't have been aware of it until you actually put me on the air. But you're not in jail. No, no, that's why I just no, no, know. You, 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 you make a call out, and, and, and there was some automated stuff that didn't require a, a response from the uh, receiving party. But it um, does. But it does. That's it the does, thing. It does. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you need to – it not only requires a response, it requires you to pay. I, okay. So, yeah. I, oh, oh, it's a collect call. I got yeah. you. So I, so, so I did listen to Marcus. I caught Marcus's uh, report, and um, – but I didn't hear the uh, the call from the from the so well so called call. But um, so Marcus, you you mentioned that they told you uh, they warned the the folks that you were with uh, to uh, eliminate any drone traffic. Yeah, some, some one of the officers came out and started yelling about that. Um, so there was a drone that uh, breached the perimeter or something, and they said to put it down. I don't know who it was or if anybody did you see around the here. Drone or you just it was just what the I didn't reported. see it. I didn't see the drone. I don't know who had a drone. Um, I didn't. No one. No drrone flow flew over to where the press was. The, the drone is unconfirmed at this point. <laughs> the drone well, is the unconfirmed. It, when I heard that, though, it, it it occurred to me. I mean, you know, these are crazy times. Yes. Um, that, that would be a really insecure or that's a secure place where a drone could be a real uh threat to uh, safety i mean it could it could drop off a cell phone to make a call to a radio station it could so, drop off a weapon <laughs> you know it could do it could do terrible things. so during the portuguese feast this last feast i was listening to the scanner they had a problem with a drone someone had a drone they had software on the premises they could track the drone see the drone track it right to whoever was controlling it, and they sent a cruiser right to the person. Oh, wow. And took the drone down. So, well, that's th- pretty interesting. So they had a, uh, that's like a radio direction finder on the signal. Yep. It was really interesting. And I didn't follow up on it too much because I don't want to, you know, pierce the uh, the security of, of the no, New Bedford no. police. No, I mean, it's really important that you right. have uh, good security on that. I mean, a, a drone could be, you know, could do all kinds uh, of things. Mal- malintent. Wow. Uh, any chance? Uh, would, I know you guys are local in this story. Any chance you might talk about the uh, any national stuff with the the testimony that's that's come to light of the, uh, the CIA chief about? Pro- probably Lincoln. not tonight. We got a we yeah. got a full slate, so yeah, right. we'll, we'll, we'll do it another time. We've got we've yeah. got a, we've got a, 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 a very right. interesting show tonight. Uh, in addition to the uh, the riot that the inmates threw for us. Good. Looking forward to it, guys. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We'll take your messages um, on the app chat. Uh, you know, the, the official word from the sheriff's office is that it didn't rise to the level of riot. There wasn't enough resistance.
Um, yeah, I will. Um, I don't know. I, what I saw looked pretty rioty. Um, yeah. I saw a guy sticking a fire extinguisher out a window, blasting it at the guards. Yeah. Um, that's pretty rioty. Sure. I saw what looked to me to be about two dozen guys in handcuffs up against chain link fences. Um, mm-hmm. That's pretty rioty. Um, I think they broke water pipes. I think they broke beds. I think they broke sinks. Okay. And this is from the sheriff's department. Yeah. Because I haven't been in there. Um, so that that sounds... That sounds about... I mean, what else do you want? Yeah. I think there was a fire because they called the Dartmouth Fire Department. Right. I think broken pipes, bloody noses, state police... Five sheriff's departments, Department of Corrections. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was it a Rolling Stones concert? I mean, that that's pretty much, I guess it could be worse. Yeah. But I don't know that that's the standard, is it? Could have been worse. Um, yeah. Well, it can always be worse. They could have built a bomb, but they didn't. They built a fire. Yeah. Dartmouth Fire Department had to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, well... They had to go. They they might not have, because when I said to I asked Darling about the fire truck, uh, he said, "Was there a fire truck? I didn't see it." Um, but I well, we heard on the scanner, huh? They called it out. Oh no, I know that there yeah. was a fire truck there. But what I'm saying is, Darling, when he came up around like sometime in the afternoon, he didn't see it. That means that truck left or it wasn't there. Otherwise, he w- would have seen the truck. It would have been hard to miss the fire truck in the parking lot. Right. Yeah. So I, I think the truck probably left. Um, so I imagine if there was a fire to extinguish, there would have probably been – maybe. I don't know. There might have been more going on there. The, the, maybe when someone sprayed the fire extinguisher out the window, they were able to extinguish the fire simultaneously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> altruistic rioting. <laughs> it's not bad, actually. <laughs> the um, – the uh, yeah, you don't want to get this because a lot of these guys are going to face serious sentences now, mm-hmm. right, Marcus? Marcus, um, rioting in a facility um, could be assault and battery charges, the damage to property. I remember that back in the '90s when there was a riot like this. It was just at the end of David Nelson's, Nelson's term. Um, I happen to have friends of mine who were working at other facilities around the state, mm-hmm. who were in my National Guard unit. And they and the guys were all sent there, right? The ringleaders, yeah. and they said those guys got stiff sentences, right? Three and four years, right? For real serious, you know, um, offenses and things like that. Um, and so it looked to me like how did the the news said they were taking them out and reprocessing processing them. So that, I yeah. wonder so if they were rearresting them. Yeah, they could have been uh, re. Uh, they might have been rearresting him, um, and uh, I don't know. It's there were I think seventeen. They said uh, inmates that were moved to another uh, moved to another prison somewhere else. Okay, so seventeen's a lot of guys. Yeah, I su- I suppose it is. I mean, there's um, what? Uh, How many members of a football team? How many members in a football team? Yeah, twenty two. Right, it's damn near a football team. Well. I guess. I mean, there's 600 people there. 600 plus people there. 1% is all the Bolsheviks needed. I mean, <laughs> you, you don't want every, you don't need everybody. In fact, you don't want everybody. You know, it was, uh, 
funny. I heard some people uh, earlier today. Um, I said we don't know the situation. We still don't know the situation. And there are some people today saying, oh, my God, this is why I can't listen to Marcus anymore. It's clearly out of control. It's clearly a mess. I mean, I think that, um, again, well, were there any sheriff's departments that didn't come to Bristol County to assist them? Well, that's what I'm, that's my point is that, um, I think that we don't know if, um, we don't know if that's something that is, that show of force is something that was like, um, proportional to the incident or something that was protocol, uh, something that they have to do whenever there's an incident like that. But we've got a few calls online. Let's, let's, sure. let's go to the phone. Good evening. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. All right, uh, call back. Good evening. Oh, hello. Hello. Hey, hey you're what's on the up? Air. How are you doing? Doing Good. well. How are you? Yeah, was a peaceful protest today there. <laughs> 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 I didn't get that bologna sandwich for lunch. Yeah. You know? Well, the, you, know, you know, what's interesting is you wonder... They obviously didn't get lunch because it's not about 10 o'clock. By the way. No lunch, no dinner, yeah, no medicine. Now, now, by the way, I think uh, the sheriff, I think the former sheriff had uh, had said something to this effect earlier, but I had heard from another uh, employee that they were in Unit GB and they had to get moved to Unit HA, which is a lockdown facility. Okay. Um, they didn't want to be yeah, transferred to a lockdown facility. And then GB, so GB started to... Uh, riot and then GA, which is the unit next to GB, started to riot. That's what I heard from a sheriff's employee, and that's what I heard. Seventeen inmates are being transported to different jails. So I heard that from somebody at the at the department. Yeah, they they clearly guess they just guess they just didn't want to follow orders. Then again, like usual, right? I mean, I think that's basically what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know, I don't, I don't think they were being mistreated. I mean, I think that not. what the sheriff said is they wanted to make the place safer for them. Literally, so they can't commit suicide. So, but I think their problem was they wanted it, they didn't want to go to a lockdown facility because lockdown facilities are a lot more restrictive. But if they're going to a lockdown facility, what I'm trying to figure out is is if they didn't have to go to a lockdown facility and they're going there, would that those sort of strictures have have applied to them? Oh, you're saying was it a lockdown facility in name only? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They obviously didn't hang around for an explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They just went nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is why they're in jail. <laughs> Impulse control. So, uh, well, sorry. I met that? Paul Haru. He's not an unreasonable yeah, they, guy. They, uh, no. They should have, uh, they should have brought Tom. You guys should have brought Tom on tonight. That would have been a great show. Oh, uh, he was on with Barry, uh, earlier. Um, oh, I missed it. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was on with, tw- uh, the first hour of Barry's show. You can check it on the podcast, but, um, okay. he, he, he gave a good explanation of situations like this. Uh, and how how typically they respond? I'm, I'm surprised. You know, I guess he didn't use the dogs today. Didn't seem like you know, it. Try to, try to try to look like you don't need them, right? You know, that's they, the they, dogs they, are useless. They didn't use the dogs, which um, in in a situation like that, in the past, they have been used. I wonder if Sheriff Haru just doesn't simply believe in the dogs, which is a, which is a philosophy, um, or doesn't well, like the optics. You know, if they would have sent the dogs in earlier, would have saved the taxpayers a lot of money. Now oh. fix all this stuff that's broken. We're going to find oh. out, right? There'll be an after-action <laughs> review. Um, I, I think you'll find that the people who have to write the check, the legislature, is going to be curious yeah. as to what what could have been prevented, 
what inmates and you and you'll see in the inmates charges if if the media covers them and I think we will um what exactly they're charged with right restitution right. things this, like that this kind of just shows the people that that's what you get when you take somebody that was what a mayor in Attleboro mm-hmm. and put them in charge of a prison system so I guess I guess I mean the, the guy before him was a city councilor so and well, and a cop. reminds me of the... The, the cop detail is kind of important. Electing Joe Biden, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for the call. Have thanks a good for weekend. the call, man. We yeah, appreciate it. Night. So, yeah, I, I see some... I heard some calls today, and I you know, see some message. Sheriff Hodgson would have, you know, propelled in there and extracted them immediately like he was Rambo. Um, you know, I Well, think, that is what happened in the 2000. That's why they're suing him. In 2000? They're suing him for something that happened in 2000? 2002. I'm sorry. The um, 2000. The um, the um, the ice raid. Oh, the, that, the thing the, we the, talked 2020. about. 2020. The video we have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, 2020. That's yeah. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't part of the extraction team. He was right there. He was injured. Yeah, but that was the initial conflict. Right. That was the initial he was conflict. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you can hear his voice on those tapes that we have at WBSM.com. Yeah, sure, sure. He was right there directing it. Sure. The um, and and again, I think that Sheriff Haru. Didn't run as the guy who was going to run the jail. I don't know what that means. He didn't run as the guy who was going to run the jail. In other words, he ran as a guy who's an administrator. He's a corrections guy. He's a statistician. He's not a police officer. He said it. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect him to be there directing the the course. Right. But they have people there to do that. Yeah. That's why an after action is so important. Right. What happened? After every mission, you have to do an after action. I, I know. The thing is, it's, it's I mean. Because this was a lot different than anything else that's ever happened over there. Yeah. In all the time I've paid attention to the Sheriff's it's, Department since the 90s, I've never seen this kind of a of a response. Well, what about the Easter riot? In tw- uh, it was about the same. Yeah, it was about the same. Yeah. yeah. In, in other words, it is, that was a really bad thing. There were yeah, a yeah, ton yeah. of departments, a ton of people. I mean, you had the Department of Corrections, Suffolk County, Hampton County's hours away. Right. That's Western Mass. Boswell yeah. County, Plymouth County, all kinds of people deploying to, the, to today. Yeah. Um, state police. I mean, those va- the um, those are like um, Greyhound buses full of state troopers. Right. It's a lot of troopers. Um, so why do they need so many people? As you say, Marcus, that may be standard fare. Yeah. It's not a normal day, but it may be normal for when there's an incident like that. Fortunately, we don't have incidents like that all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It might have been a, it might not have been a proportional response, but one that's just protocol, one that just happens. We, we don't. We, but it went on for about seven hours. Seven and a half still going on, right? right? Yeah. I don't, well, we don't know. We, I don't know if the press conference has happened. I'm still waiting to hear from the sheriff's, uh, spokesperson on this, but. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. They were protest. They were protesting moving to a different unit, but mostly peaceful. I've been told. <laughs> yes, I can tell you that the video footage I saw included a broken window, fire extinguisher. Sure. We don't know. know how many people did that. Oh, just one guy is all I saw. Yeah, right. It. I mean, I don't think it, you know, it doesn't take two guys. I don't think two guys can deploy a fire extinguisher. It was very clearly one guy doing it. <laughs> yeah. um, as I remember when we used to do it in college. So, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, the, um, the, the interesting things are this. Definitively, we've heard no staff injured. Mm-hmm. We've heard that definitively. Yeah. We have heard 
The only thing with a little bit of gray area is no inmates taken hostage. Yeah. We've heard that. It's a little bit of a gray area. But, again, I understand you don't want to say definitively if you don't know. Right. Um, we've heard no major injuries. I think bloody nose. No, that's really no big deal. That's a football game, right? Um, that's the most injuries I've heard. A bloody mm-hmm. nose, right? Maybe some bruised egos. But you have um, the dogs were not required or not used, if, if required, not used. Um, even muzzled. Um I think that they'll have, they'll may look at that later and say, could a dog have been strategically deployed? There'll be an after action review. I think that Paul, uh, Sheriff Haru, has said here throughout the entire campaign, which is now over and decided, after action reviews, after action reviews. Yeah. We'll see that now again. 508-996-0500. Let's take a break. Hey, welcome back. So, Marcus, tonight at 9 o'clock, it might be a little late for some people, but they can listen to it on the podcast. We're going to have a really interesting guest. What do you mean? Stay up. Stephanie Murray, uh, who's who's a writer. She used to be on before with us when she covered Massachusetts politics. She's now in the world of cryptocurrency. Yeah. She's really got some really interesting work she's done on Tom Brady, Shaquille O'Neal, Larry David, Taylor Swift, and how they fit into the crypto FTX scandal. So stick around for 9 o'clock. We'll have Stephanie Murray on. And if you, for some reason, can't, we have, she'll be on with a podcast, obviously, as well for tomorrow. Yeah. Or later tonight. Yeah, I think um, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to to having Stephanie on again. I think it's a really interesting story. We also have Scott Lima calling in at 8 um, to talk about his thoughts on the mayor's housing plan. Uh, I do plan on asking him uh, what's his, what's his, you know, why you pulled papers for at large, and we'll see. Uh, what he says about that. And, of course, we're taking your phone calls. Uh, we're talking about what happened at the jail today, uh, Dartmouth House of Correction, 508-996-0500. As you can tell, folks, we're flying a little bit by the seat of the pants here. Yeah. We we think they're still mopping it up a little bit over there at the jail. Yeah, we're hoping the sheriff can call in. I, I made contact with his spokesperson, and uh, we'll see if he's going to be able to at some point uh, tonight. Obviously, folks, while we're important... We're secondary to the to the safety and the care of the uh, the folks over at the jail. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> be, be glad you are, Marcus. Be glad you are. Um, so five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. That's how you can join us this evening. Um, so let's actually go to the phones. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Hey, you're Hi. here. Hey, hey, Marcus. Hey, Chris. Hey, hey. what's going on, man? Not that much. So, I haven't been able to catch a lot of the show. I tried to get some news today, but I'm taking a wild guess that, uh, I may be way off base, but I'm taking a wild guess that, uh, got Hero up there and, uh, he was confronted with a real situation and he was trying to employ his, uh, woke know it all, uh, <laughs> skills to it. We and don't know how that. it went down yet. He went out, he went on with that for hours and, Maybe the inmates, inmates got tired of it, and then they started tearing the place up, and then he had to be bailed out by the state. How does that sound? He, he did have to be backed up by the other departments in the region and in the, in the state, uh, as well as the Department of Corrections. Um, but I think that that's pretty standard for any facility in, the, in, in Massachusetts. If they have a problem, 
They bring in no, – I don't think any one facility has enough people on staff at any one time to control it if all the inmates go crazy. I think you worked in the prisons. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I did, yeah. yeah. I worked at uh, Bridgewater, the Bridgewater facility. Yeah. Not More inmates than guards. So, right, that right. Was, I was, I was in, in the mix, though, very much. Sure. So um, at your but, facility, they probably had to call in occasionally, and this is only occasionally, outside resources – if the inmates go 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 sour, well, I really didn't see any of that. When I was there for about three years, okay, and I didn't see any of that. And the uh, the scuffles that they had over there were usually taken off, taken care of immediately by the uh, seals on the unit, uh, the guys from the other unit. So there well, was well. The question, I guess, is is when um when the Easter ride happened, did Sheriff Hodgson employ woke? know-it-all tactics, or did he try to t- put the situation under control and he needed help? I'm not really familiar with the Easter Riot thing. Yeah, yeah. well, I, that's what I'm saying is sometimes these things happen uh, no matter who's the sheriff. Um, I mean, when the ice incident happened... He's going to send in the social workers for us. When, when the ice incident happened, did, did Sheriff Hudson try woke know-it-all tactics? Uh, no, or, no, not at all. Yeah. No, no, he, he went right in with with, with the prison guard. Yeah, right. And that's yeah. what I always happened in the the Bridgewater. In Bridgewater, the seals right. would just be... That's what I'm saying. The, the unit seals would be right down there, bang, they'd be on it, and the other guys from the other units would be coming over. Most of the time, there wasn't really a need for a lot of the guys from the other units because the guys that were on that unit usually took care of it right away. So we do know that with the last videotapes that we got, and from, from mm-hmm. Sheriff Hodgson and Sheriff Haru, we had them both on the show. Uh, and we have the video, they're at WBSM.com. Yeah, the guys were in flex cuss in ninety seconds. All right, controlled up against the fence in ninety yeah, seconds. That's the way it's got to be. Yeah, this has been seven hours. That's, so that's I don't crazy. know what the that's what crazy. the situation everybody, everybody is. Everybody like. was getting here, and they, and I, I was hearing a number of people saying, "Okay, I've been in the business for a while, and what's going to happen? Or I'm retired from the business. What's going to happen once these buses show up? Half an hour, they're in, and it's right. over. Right. And they'll think hours and hours go by. That's where we're at. So but but, but here's the thing. But now? I don't know what no, happened. I mean, here's the thing. We we have seen just a few hours ago. Um, uh, we just we just saw a few hours ago. Uh, a few hours ago, there were there were people in cuffs on their uh, on their knees outside of the outside of the facility. Yeah. So I mean, uh, we don't have any reason. I don't think we haven't. I don't know if what. It seems like it might be under control. If that's the case. Yeah. We, wow. We just they just uh, haven't called it under control yet. That's insane. So I guess Haro was up there slowing everything down. Hey, wait a minute. I'm still the sheriff in town here, and you guys going to – we're going to do it my way. We're going to do this, this, and that. Well, we just don't know at this point. Yeah. That's what no, we're waiting I know. for. I know. Yeah. It's just conjecture. Yeah. yeah. No, no, but look. I mean, it's hours gone by, and the standard standard uh, knowledge of those kind of things when the buses show up is that half an hour they're in. They just – what it was stated was that the buses get there – they get the knowledge from the on-site people, and then they give the guys three chances to come out the way they say they're going to come out. They're told how to come out, and they give them three chances to do it. And then if they don't come out, but you know, three chances, then the guys go in. That's what I heard. So long after the buses got there, I saw inmates still spraying a fire extinguisher out the window, okay, from the helicopters yeah. up above. I, yeah. was, I wasn't there. I was okay. watching on television. Yeah. That was hours after they, they had shown up. So I don't yeah. know what happened. That's why I'm telling you on after-action yeah. review, I'm going to keep after my powder dry, right, right? Yep. on yep. this set. Absolutely. I do know 
to the videotapes at WBSM.com from the last incident a few years ago when Tom was in charge. And from Sheriff Haru, who came on the show and, and talked about it, everybody was in flex cuss on their knees within 90 seconds. This has been ours. Now, I don't know to be. what else was going on, which is important to keep in mind. It's also a completely yeah. different facility in the jail, too. I think that's worth noting as well. It's part of the main camp. It's part of the main campus as opposed to the ICE building, which is a smaller building off to the side. I think with fewer people. Um, I mean, there were 17 that were transported out. Um, there were 24 total, I think, in the ICE building at the time. All right. So there were 24... In the in the, the ice in the ice building at okay. the time. Okay. So I've heard numbers as high as six hundred here tonight. No, 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 no. There's six hundred people at the at the house of correction total. In oh, Dartmouth. In Dartmouth. Right. Yeah, right. So out of the six hundred people, seventeen we believe have been lugged. Seventeen, yeah. Right. So you've got to distinguish those seventeen from six hundred. There's still you're still dealing with six hundred people. Yeah, right. That's a lot of people to deal with. Mm-hmm. Many of them have nothing to do with this. Yeah. But you've got to distinguish them. Probably most of them, I would say. Oh, yeah. We, we've already figured that out because it said 17 were lugged. 17 I, uh, out of 600. So you you can't manhandle all 600 Thanks people. for the call. we got to take a break. we got some calls on the line, too. Yeah, bye-bye. See you. Th- thanks. Hey, we got some calls on the line. If you're on the line, stay on. We'll be right back. This is South Coast Tonight. 1420 WBSM, where freedom of speech lives. One's on the left, left the other on the right. Right. But they're both ready to call it right down the middle. More of Marcus and Chris on South Coast Tonight, here on WBSM. Good evening. Let's go back to the phones. Hello. Good evening, Marcus and uh, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing well, my man. How are you? Uh, doing all right. You know, that uh, the riot of, that you're talking about was uh, 91. Yeah, was remember East that? of 91, a CEO... Uh, called Barry. He said he was there when that happened. That was under Sheriff uh, Nelson. Yes. He was a Democrat. He was, yeah. Didn't, uh, no, didn't Hodgson say he was there for it? He worked there then. He worked there. He worked okay. But he wasn't the sheriff. It was, uh, I, I thought it was, it was in 2000. Was I thought there was a riot in 2000. There's been a couple of them. Okay. The one way well, back. The, one in- the last one for David Nelson was bad. It was at the... It was at the um, Dartmouth, um, New Bedford House of Correction. They burned a lot of the facility. It was really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it went on for days. You know, uh, you know who was on uh, NECN being interviewed? Uh, Arthur Hirsch of New Bedford Life. Yeah. So I'd what like happened to... was uh, Arthur was doing a story on a program that uh, a, a drug treatment program that they're running over there, and they basically had to. They, you know, he said the CEO came in and said, uh, "Hey, um, <laughs> we're the place is on lockdown," and that was that was pretty much it. Yeah, well, I saw uh, the helicopter footage, uh, Sky Ranger, and it's like Chris said, they had about two dozen guys uh, sitting on the, on the asphalt, right. what they said will appear to be the outdoor basketball courts. And uh, if when you got to send a SWAT team, uh, you know, uh, you know something major. You know, and one last thing is, uh, Sheriff Haro. Uh, needs to make a public statement to put everybody at ease and yeah, I believe well, he's doing that. Yeah, by, by the end of tonight. He's well, do it by the end of tonight. I think he's got to do it when he's got all his information. I think the I think you want at this stage of the game you want uh, very specific information, not speed. Okay, 
I don't think it does anybody any good for the for the sheriff to come out and not have answers, you know. And I think that the reason he's not out yet is that they're waiting to make sure they have all the answers. And again, I, I think it's an important thing to remember that the sheriff has a professional staff, the guys who run the tactics. We don't know what was going on. We we know there was a delay that seems um, not not usual to us, but we do not know what the circumstances are for that delay. I'm going to assume they were very reasonable delays, and that was for the safety and security of all all parties involved. And we'll, and we'll wait until we get all the answers. But I don't really think that Sheriff Haru was calling the moment by moments. I really don't. I don't think he was yeah. there with a clipboard going, send this guy here, send that guy there. Yeah, send the puppies and the, flowers in. I don't think that was actually He doesn't have the training. So Chris, he doesn't have the experience. And I think he never never said he did. Right. So, yeah, but Chris, yeah. my question to you, Chris, is yeah. uh, do you think the state took over when the SWAT team came? And, uh, you know, the uh, uh, the, the buses uh, came over. you think the state took over? And they said, all right, uh, Sheriff Harrell, you're done here. We're going to take over. I, I don't believe that's, that's how it works. I think I think that the sheriff, it's the sheriff's facility. I think he maintains maintain, maintains leadership there and um, designates accordingly. I, I don't know. We'll find out in after-action review when some when they when everything gets written down, these jobs, they write it all down. They're going to say... At this point, the so and so was the highest ranking officer on the on the on the scene. He he took control of the matter. So and so did X Y and Z. It's it, there's, there's recordings, everything. We're gonna find out. I'm in no rush to find out. I just want to get well, the right the information. Other, one more thing. Uh, sure. Uh, all right, because then I gotta thing. let you go. All right, this is the last question, and then I'll, you guys can answer, and I'll I'll hang up. And that is, uh, the report came out that some of these uh, uh, that those that are going to be arrested there. The, the ringleaders, rather, that they're going to be transferred to other uh, prison facilities. Yes, that's pretty standard. That's standard? I would say all so, right, yes. All right, gentlemen, have a good night. Thank you. I can remember when, when they took guys from Walpole and sent them to Marion, Illinois, for you, instance. You know, we did talk about this, but there was a there was a riot under Sheriff Hodgson, right? At least and, one. And there was at least one. And there was a riot under Sher, uh, Sh, uh, Sheriff Nelson. At least right? one. So all these people that I'm seeing in these app chants and that calling in that are trying to relitigate the 2022 election, uh, it's pretty stupid, isn't it? Considering this is pretty standard. Well, we're, we're going to find out what's standard because we're going to find out. That's why I, I'm waiting till we get all the details. Yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. I mean, we know that what happened today normally doesn't happen. Right. Right. I but mean, it has happened before. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It happens all over. Because I, I remember people called in after and said, oh, Marcus Mayorkas and all that. And that's, well, that, that was kind of funny. funny. That was, I, like, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> but I, like but that, I was but like, well, this has happened before. Not under quite different, as good as Pansy Brothers. Under, under, this has happened before under different people. So, I well, mean, I, again, I think people trying to air their grievances out about what happened in November. We've I, had. You know, I think it's a little silly. Serious injuries to corrections offices. As late as a few months ago, right in the in the state facilities. Sure, we've had over there, um, not that long ago. A friend of my brother's, for instance, was a CEO seriously hurt. Yeah, in a riot over there. It hey, happens. So we got the fact that we haven't had any any anybody hurt is a good idea. We got good. We got to take a break. <coughs> Welcome back to South Coast tonight. I'm Chris McCarthy, we, and of course Marcus Farrow is holding the fort down as well. We got a uh, city councilor Scott Lima joining.